This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It's been inevitable for a couple of weeks and it has finally happened. Urban Meyer out as Jaguars head coach after just 13 games. Good morning. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It is Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today. And Courtney, this did just seem inevitable. And frankly, it has seemed for a few weeks that The Jaguars had to move on from Urban Meyer. It certainly felt like there were portions of them that really wanted to move on from the organization that they had seen more than enough. And here we are. He is out after just 13 weeks, one of the most successful college coaches of all time, not getting it done in the NFL primarily because he created so many stupid dramas himself through narcissism. I mean, we've talked about the last week or so, this was all boiling over and coming to a head and that eventually Shad Khan was going to have to do something. But this goes back to the time he was hired, Chris. Think about misstep after misstep going back to when he hired Chris Doyle, the disgraced strength and conditioning coach from Iowa. The guy resigns a day later. Then there's all of the stuff during OTAs. They get fined because they have two intense practices. They lose OTAs for the next season. The the bar incident back after he didn't fly back with his team after the loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. Has he did he do one positive thing in Jacksonville? Like when we look back at Urban Meyer's time, will there be one singular thing that we can pull out and say, Hey, you didn't screw this up? Honestly, I can't think of anything right now. I don't know if you can off the top of your head because it's been marred by such chaos and such calamity since the moment he he stepped foot on on the, into the facility in Jacksonville back in you know nine months ago. But the only thing you can say is that he drafted Trevor Lawrence, and you can't even give him credit for that because anybody the most would obvious have thing Trevor to do. <laughs> exactly. I mean, think about when everybody was you know making a big stink about oh man he shouldn't go to the Jets he should go anywhere else but that that's going to ruin his career. Do you really think Trevor Lawrence started his career off on the right foot? With the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, my goodness, everything that he said yesterday when he's talking about, hey, there's too much drama around this team. Of course, college football teams have drama. NFL teams have drama. But do you think that that sparked a little bit more uh, urgency in Shad Khan's mind to maybe try to right the ship when your franchise quarterback is unhappy? Certainly feels like it. I totally agree. Uh, I totally agree. And that was the only reason he should make the decision. It's hard to believe this was Urban Meyer not all that long ago at his introductory press conference. I'm older. I have something I'm going to be very conscientious of. It's something I'm going to watch very closely. I will be in the head coach, but I'm going to hire great coaches that are going to be expected to do their job. I'm not going to be running around like a nut on the practice field. And I know what it's supposed to look like. And I'm going to be very demanding of everyone. You know, I had that surgery in 2014 that really helped things. But uh, it's just something I watch very closely. I'm not going to run around like a nut on the practice field. He kicked his kicker. He kicked his kicker. 
on the practice field and said, hey, blank, make your kicks. Uh, college football, Courtney, in so many ways when it comes to coaches, really is guilty of turning, of turning head coaches into demagogues in their respective towns. And that's what happened with Urban Meyer. So many of these coaches believed their own hype for the longest time. And even leaving in disgrace, as he did from Ohio State, has this feel to it of, well, they still won titles with him. They still had a ridiculous record with him. It's almost like in his own mind, that, that never happened. It never, it all got washed away. And what you saw this year, you talk about hiring the right coaches. He's pointing around the room, calling his coaches losers. What have you ever won? You hired them, brother. You hired them. It has to, at some point, be your fault. Yeah, I mean, the hubris. Like, hmm. my goodness, the, the, the thought that you could come in, and this is my problem with NFL coaches who – get head coaching jobs and have never coached a day in the NFL. You don't understand what it takes. Not even being, you know, when you think about coaches who go so quickly from being a coordinator in the NFL, defensive or offensive, like a Brandon Staley, for example, there were a lot of people who thought he was going to fail in his first couple of years as the Chargers head coach. Well, at least he had NFL experience before taking a head coaching job. Like, you just cannot make that jump as successfully – as it seems on paper, like I won in college, I should be able to win in the NFL. It is completely different. You are dealing with grown men. You are dealing with adults who the shtick that you that you used in college doesn't work on people who make millions of dollars to do their jobs just like you do. You have equals effectively at that point. You, technically, you have people who run the show more than you do with a franchise quarterback and somebody who you spent a number one overall draft pick on in Trevor Lawrence. has a lot more power at the end of the day than an Urban Meyer. And I think people like Urban Meyer have trouble with that. When you have been the king, the god, everywhere you have been, and you left your last two places in disgrace with Florida and the situation that he left there with like legitimate criminals that he recruited, that he had on his football team, and then think about what he left at Ohio State with the entire situation with domestic violence with one of his assistants, and then all of a sudden he thinks that that stuff doesn't matter anymore and that his legacy is not going to be tarnished no matter what he does. Like, this was – anybody with a brain could have figured out that Urban Meyer was going to fail in the NFL because of the way that he failed at his last two stops. He wins aside – the legacy that he left at Ohio State, the way he left on the way out there, the way he left on the way out at Florida, I think that that was 100% an indicator that this wasn't going to exactly go smoothly because this is somebody, when he hits a bump of turbulence, everything collapses. This is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. The, the other part here is, yet again, another college coach with that inflated sense of self coming into the league and not understanding that it is completely different than in college, that it is, it is not being a CEO type situation. It's coaching football, and that's it. And it's funny, I, I kind of think back to uh, preseason during hard knocks when the Cowboys were playing the Jaguars and they had Mike McCarthy mic'd up and he's talking to Urban Meyer before the game and uh, you know, he says, how, how are you adapting to it so far? He's like, ah, it, it's good, it, it's just coaching football. Yeah, and it's treating guys like adults, and it's not walking around and acting as if everything you do will control their ultimate destiny as players, like, the, like it possibly could have 
in college. Less so now when he, than when he was there, but he certainly had that ability to control whether or not a player had a future playing football. I think he liked that control too. I agree. Where it was just like it's a power trip that I determine your fate. You must you know, basically surrender all your power to me. And when you have complete control over your entire staff and over your entire, honestly, over the entire university, was there anybody more powerful at Ohio State? No. Than the head football coach, current or former? No, there's not. So when you go to a place that is a bottom-tier franchise of the NFL anyways, you don't yield that same sort of swagger when you walk in like, you know, come hear me roar, everything I say has to, you know, stop everybody dead in their tracks and you have to listen to me. It just doesn't work that way. The only people who really have that sort of staying power are the coaches who have won consistently in the NFL, like a Bill Belichick. I mean, that's pretty much the only one that comes to the top of my mind because everybody else is vulnerable to the point where Urban Meyer walked in thinking, I'm not going to be like the rest of them. And where did he get the sort of arrogance, the sort of belief that he could somehow not be subjected to the same sort of criticism, the same the things that people in the past, other college football coaches trying to make the jump to the NFL, have failed with? Like, if you're trying to compete with Nick Saban and do the one thing that he never did, which would be successful in the NFL, you know, good luck to you because he's probably the only one that was within that same sort of, same sort of stratosphere. Winning in, at the college football level and trying to do it in the NFL and do what Saban never did, and at least Saban lasted a few more seasons <laughs> and a few more games than Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. This is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We are just getting started. There was one exceptionally positive thing that actually came out of this whole situation yesterday. You'll hear that in just moments. Plus, what does the future hold for Urban Meyer? Is his professional career over and... What does this mean for Trevor Lawrence? We go down to Jacksonville and get the inside scoop. It is all on the way. Be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Greeny. So, what was the exceptionally positive thing that came out of yesterday in Jacksonville? You'll hear it next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. It's Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can say big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today, the day that Urban Meyer was fired after just 13 games. Now, before he got cut loose, Courtney, there was something from yesterday that I thought was a very positive development. It might be a very small thing, but it jumped out to me, and that was Trevor Lawrence speaking yesterday afternoon about all of the drama that has been around the team. You're always going to have some form of drama. I've learned that even just the NFL is just more drama in general than college, no matter where you're at. But you're right. I mean, there's been a lot. And, uh, yeah, to your point, I do think that has to change. And, um, you know, that's something that we need to work on for sure. So you can't always be in the headlines. You just got to go play football. And that's where we're trying to get. And I, I have no doubt we'll get there. Okay. Now, it may not sound like a whole lot to you but here think about the situation for a minute if you're a fan looking at trevor lawrence here's a guy that was the first overall pick that's just trying to find his way he threw four interceptions last week it can't be easy in a drama-filled situation to try to step up and grab control of your team and, and just in terms of being that leader that you are expected to grow into well, that process sped up very, very, very quickly. And everything about what the Jaguars do has to be based around this guy. When I hear that yesterday and him just simply saying, yeah, the drama has to stop. To me, that's just exceptionally positive. You could have, you could have had a, a top pick who feels like even right now when he's not playing well particularly, that it's not his place to say anything about anything. Isn't it nice when the adults in the room, finally voice their opinions, finally yeah. speak up. Like, it's nice that the 22-year-old franchise quarterback is the only one who, A, makes any sense, and B, is taking the accountability and trying to steer the ship in the right direction. Think about what he had to do after James Robinson was, was twice benched. He said he's got to be on the field. And he goes to Urban Meyer on the sideline, and Carlos Hyde miraculously gets swapped out, the Ohio State player that Urban Meyer loved. I wonder why he was on the field. Um, and James Robinson, one of the players, gets put back on the field. The fact that Trevor Lawrence was having to be the adult in the room because his head coach was so incapable of doing so just shows you, I think, what a great character quarterback you have, what a player that you can build around still. Like, not all hope is lost. I'm sure for whatever Jacksonville fans are out there um if any haven't already jumped ship after seeing this dumpster fire the last couple of months you at least can be excited hey we have somebody in a position that's here for that's hopefully going to be here for a very long time who has a who is a rock of common sense and is also somebody that you can trust will you know lead the franchise in the right direction once he has the right pieces from a coaching staff perspective around him and from a player perspective around him. Because think about it, they have so much cap space, most cap space in the NFL in 2022 to work with. You need to bring somebody in from a coaching perspective too who's still going to develop Trevor Lawrence in his second year. That's the thing that, to me, Chris, was such a – we, we looked past this because of all of Urban Meyer's yep. missteps. Like, remember why he was 
apparently brought to Jacksonville. It wasn't because he's such a great leader of men and could do this at the NFL level because he had never been proven to do that. What he had been proven to do is develop quarterbacks in the college football game. Alex Smith, Chris Leak, Tim Tebow, Braxton Miller, Cardell Jones, JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins. What's the only thing, though, that didn't happen with many of these quarterbacks, really, except for Alex Smith? None of them developed at the NFL level. None of them panned out. This was Urban's one chance to show that he's more than just somebody, a quarterback guru in the college game, that he could actually help a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, franchise player, take that step in his first year and develop him in the NFL. He failed at that, too. We're not even talking about that part of it with how Trevor Lawrence just has not grown at all this season because of the guidance he's just not getting from his head coach. And we should be uh, because that's – a major red flag at this point. And, and we get it, okay? Rookie quarterbacks are going to go through the ups and downs. And this past week was an incredible down throwing four interceptions. Yes, a couple you could argue, not his fault. But that's a number that sticks in your head. And this is an asset that we all agreed was a generational type quarterback, not just a franchise quarterback, but somebody that comes along once every 10 years. You're shot con, and you're watching this unfold, and this guy is getting nowhere with the people around him. You know, a lot of times, I would be the first to say, you can't pull the plug on a system that quickly. This should have been just as big of a reason for Urban Meyer to be gone as all of the stupid drama, because when you have this guy, you cannot screw that up. You cannot be the reason that he doesn't develop. If he doesn't develop because he can't handle the league, that's one thing. But we all know that there have been quarterbacks in this league that had they been in different situations coming up, that maybe they would have panned out a lot better. And that's the thing that when we look at this entire quarterback class this year, there are five of them, really only one of them has developed the way that we anticipated all five of them would. I mean, you're looking at Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields saying, man, hope year two is a lot better. But look at the situation with year two with the rest of these guys. Justin Fields probably has a better chance right now to be able to bounce back from not having an offensive line and not having receivers, two things that Trevor Lawrence has considerably you know, they're considerably better in Jacksonville because he had Justin Fields has actual football coaches, NFL football coaches around him, developers of talent. And I know some people will disagree with that with Matt Nagy because we think he's on his way out. Matt Nagy never handled a situation the way that Urban Meyer handled didn't handle Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. So you really hope that the direction that Shad Khan wants to go here can he get it right this time? Because, you know, you had four seasons of Doug Marone. You felt – I don't think you can look at a team that fell so quickly from being almost into the Super Bowl in 2017. They made it to the AFC Championship game to where they're at right now. If you don't stop the bleeding on this quickly, you're going to be in a perennial state of rebuild for the next 10 years. And that's just not what you want to do when you have a generational talent. People were con con uh, comparing him to Andrew Luck when he was drafted in 2012, who doesn't come around that often. So don't screw this up any further. You can't. You can't. 
If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire top talent, but when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, you get qualified candidates sent to you. Then you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y now to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Urban Meyer out as Jacksonville head coach happened late last night. And now... The question is simply, what does the future hold for Urban Meyer? Beyond the Jaguars, is he ever hireable again somewhere else? And Courtney, I think there was a time where you might have said no, but I think that time has passed, and you will see a team, a mid-level SEC team. Let's say, and I'm throwing out hypotheticals, just this kind of team, a Missouri-type team that a year from now will say, wait a second, his record in college is 130 and 30 or something like that, and I can go and hire him after he's been out of this for a year and he's, he's done a couple of interviews to get all of that behind him, I think somebody will open the checkbook and eventually hire Urban Meyer to coach in college again. I do not think he will ever have a big name job in a power five program ever again. How is he going to be able to recruit knowing that all of his skeletons have been just yanked out of the closet from his own doing the last five, six months in Jacksonville? I don't know how as a parent you can want your kid to sign a letter of intent with whatever school he ends up with. If it is like, you know, if we were thinking like big name openings that were open this year, I mean, remember it wasn't that long ago that we were all considering, Hey, is he about to bolt for the USC job? Is he about to Mm -hmm. bolt for whatever other job comes open this coaching cycle in the college football world? Well, I said this to you off air in completely different circumstances, but if someone like Dave Bliss, even though it was an NAIA school, if he could get a job again in the college ranks, given what he did at Baylor, Urban Meyer doesn't have any criminal accusations against him. He's just a jerk and did some really stupid things and has no character. He will eventually end up somewhere if he wants to. But why put yourself through that public scrutiny where this is constantly going to be brought up? He didn't have to go to the NFL and ruin his reputation. He could have sailed into the sunset as a commentator on Fox doing you know, college football games on Saturday, and he was really good at that. He decided he wanted another – I don't even know if it's wanting a challenge. I think it's just the arrogance to say, hey, I can do it too. If they can do it, I can do it. And he tarnished his reputation all on his own. Nobody else did that to him. So now why are you going to want to relive that in every single interview that you're going to have from here on out? For any college job, because we know he's never going to coach in the NFL again, bar none. That's not happening. But any middling, mid-level college job, whatever it is, is going to ask yeah. about this and ask about all of the missteps that he made. Why would you want to put yourself through that again? You've made stacks. Sit on them. Stay in retirement. Don't surface because this is only going to be talked about forever from, not, from here on out because you did it to yourself. Because the ego's not going to let him do that. But, yeah. like, how? I just don't understand. Like, there, there's one because thing with you, ego, we, too. You don't want to be called a loser. Like, no, but... Men, men with egos like that, football-sized egos, I'm around them all day. So, like, I mean, you have to, like, realize eventually there's going to be stuff that weighs on that ego. I don't understand how you could possibly want to put yourself back out there when you've already embarrassed yourself. Like, ego be damned. People are going to continue to talk about how embarrassing you are to yourself and to any program that brings you in. That's just never going to go away. And I don't care how, how ginormous your ego is. It's never going to trump that. But when 
the narcissism kicks in, it doesn't fully pay attention to everything else going on around. It doesn't care. It goes and gets what it wants. Courtney, I will give you the perfect place that would hire him next year or maybe the year after if things didn't go right. You know who would hire him in a minute? Tennessee. Tennessee would hire him. And they've him. done it before with they disgraced have. NFL coaches, they, I, Elaine Kiffin. They've done a lot of dumb hires before, and I could absolutely see Tennessee a year or two from now, if it doesn't work out with Josh Heupel, that they would go ahead and try to do something like that. And for me, listen, not being a narcissist, at least I'd like to think I'm not, um, it, it, it's hard to understand in a similar fashion to what you're talking about. But I, I just don't rule anything out, especially when it comes to college football anymore. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Obviously, there's been a lot of drama, like whatever has caused everything, who, who even knows at this point. When he was talking today about drama, he was talking about Urban Meyer. It's not, not you know, hard to figure out. You have to keep your quarterback happy. Urban Meyer out in Jacksonville. That's where we're headed right now. Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Joined right now by Mike DiRocco from ESPN NFL Nation who covers the Jaguars. Mike, we appreciate a few minutes. And what was the final straw here for Shad Khan as if there needed to be a final straw? <laughs> uh, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, there really wasn't a, a final straw. I mean, I, I know the... Josh Lambeau report came out yesterday, but, uh, you know, that was sort of just another piece of the puzzle. Um, to be honest with you, they were moving towards this direction anyway, and, and, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened over the weekend was really more instrumental in Shad, finally, uh, Shad Khan, the owner, finally saying enough is enough. Um, that and the fact that, that he sort of felt betrayed a little bit by Urban Meyer and that, you know, I bring you here, I, I hire you, I expect you to turn my franchise around and you basically do all these things that make me and the organization look bad. So I think you just all bring it together uh, and then you have the decision to let him go. Now, would that have happened last night without the Josh Lambeau thing yesterday? Maybe not, uh, but uh, or maybe it would have, but they were moving in that direction anyway. That was not necessarily the straw that broke the camel's back, but it was just another bit of drama. Was there anything with the Lambo incident specifically, though, Mike, that might actually help the Jaguars get out of having to pay Urban Meyer whatever he's due with this buyout? Because you think about like firing for cause and all that goes into contracts, and you know why NFL owners end up having to pay their head coaches, you know, considerable salaries for for years and years after they fire them early. But is there any way that the Jaguars won't have to pay Urban Meyer because of the incident specifically involving a player and because, I mean, not saying that he assaulted him by any degree, but what he did was, you know, egregious. Is that enough to get out of some of the financial strain that's going to be placed on Shad Khan with Urban Meyer? Um, Yeah, you know, the the NFL's personal conduct policy obviously has, you know, instances on – 
workplace violence and, and, and uh, bullying and, and, you know, an intimidating atmosphere, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, but but they're going to come reach some sort of an agreement. I mean, it, he's probably not getting the full whatever it was going to be, the full buyout, but they're going to come to an agreement and negotiate something and get uh, some sort of a payout because it was a five-year deal that he signed, so there's four years left on it, uh, which, you know, that would be a pretty significant chunk of money. But, you know, Urban Myers, you know, and feels like he has some witnesses that could dispute the event, so – you know, you could end up with some litigation if people wanted to fight this. And, and, you know, I think the best thing for both sides is to come to whatever agreement they can come to, avoid all of that, and then just write the check and get the heck out of there. ESPN NFL Nation Jags reporter Mike DiRocco joining us on the Goodyear Hotline, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Greeny. Are there people that are in Urban Meyer's corner that are still down in Jacksonville at this point that he feels like might have his back? Does family count? <laughs> not really. I'm not sure that they're, they're, they're He didn't do much to help that coaches. relationship this year either, Mike. <laughs> well, and that's a good point. Um, you know, there are some guys that he brought with him from his days at Florida or Ohio State, like Charlie Strong, the assistant uh, head coach and inside linebackers coach. Um, and Ryan Stamper, who's like the director of player personnel, who was a player uh, under Meyer at Florida and uh, worked with him at Ohio State. So those, he, there are some of his guys here, sure, but, you know, the bottom line is is after all the things that have happened and, and all the issues, um, there's a difference between, you know, being Meyer's guy and supporting him and, and then having his back in situations like this. So he does have some people down here that he's close to that, you know, we'll probably be there for him, and but I, I don't think there's there's anybody going to bat for Urban Meyer. I haven't come across anybody going to bat for Urban Meyer at this point. There certainly isn't a fan left in the city that would do it. And based on what we've heard the last two weeks from quarterback Trevor Lawrence, it doesn't sound like he would be going back, uh, going uh, to bat for Urban Meyer either. And, and that's probably the most important person that you kind of have to figure out where they stand anyway. When we look back at the coaching hiring cycle back in 2021 and all the other candidates that were in consideration for this Jacksonville job, from Eric Bieniemy to Robert Sala, Raheem Morris, Arthur Smith, four men with considerable NFL experience, and some of them now are head coaches, like Robert Sala with the Jets. I mean, why was Urban Meyer tabbed as the best candidate of people who actually have done this at this level and have proven that they can win in the NFL and be part of successful franchises. Well, here's the thing. Shad Khan has been enamored with Urban Meyer for years. Shad Khan went to Illinois, um, watched Ohio State just absolutely destroy the Big Ten and destroy Illinois uh, for years, and he's really wanted Urban Meyer to be his head coach for a while, several years. I mean, he, he, you can talk. He, he talked about running into Urban at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and them talking about it, and and the idea kind of forming in his head. So he wanted it to be Urban Meyer. There was no doubt of that. And once he settled that that was his guy, I mean, you do those other interviews for due diligence, sure. But uh, if someone didn't walk in there and blow him away, it was going to be Urban Meyer always. Mike, last one for me. Not outwardly in terms of talking, but how will Trevor Lawrence's presence influence who the next coach is? Is it 
we're going to go get a quarterback-friendly coach? They better. I mean, this is your franchise. This is the generational talent. He hasn't played like it this year, obviously, but there's a variety of reasons for that. But, yeah, I mean, every decision this franchise makes going forward has to be made with the how does this benefit Trevor? Is this the best thing for Trevor? And if you have the quarterback, you're on your way to being a successful franchise and making Super Bowl runs and playoff appearances, and they believe they have that guy in Trevor Lawrence. So you have to nurture that. So that that makes this an attractive job, too, because a lot of people still believe in Trevor Lawrence, as most people should, to be honest with you. Um, And that's a really, really important thing for a coach to have is that quarterback. So this will be – I don't know if it will be the most attractive job, but it will certainly be in the top two or three by the time, you know, all the hiring, all the firings are done. So, yeah, it has to be all about Trevor. And this year should have been all about Trevor, and it wasn't, and we see what happened. Mike, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Appreciate the insight as well. I'm sure you've got a full day ahead of you. Uh, i got a little bit of stuff to do, <laughs> but thanks for having me. Mike DiRocco, ESPN NFL Nation, Jags reporter, joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. It's Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light, but it also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Up next, there was a major shift in college football yesterday involving recruiting. So how has the landscape shifted for good? We will tell you in moments. Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What a day for primetime yesterday. 
Deion Sanders stealing one of the top two recruits in the entire country away from Florida State, his alma mater, to go to Jackson State with him, Travis Hunter, the running back. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Courtney, let's hear from Jimbo Fisher, the Texas A&M head coach, who ended up with the number one recruiting class that signed overall yesterday on signing day. And what really is influencing everything right now when it comes to recruiting, name, image, and likeness deals? Now, you can't promise things. You can't say, I'm going to get you an NIL deal, and that's illegal. I mean, all you can do is present what other players in your university have done in the past. That is all you're allowed to do. But, I mean, it's like there was a lot of NIL deals going on, before Paul, before all this was going on. They just weren't legal. <laughs> no one told nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that stuff in college. Now, we don't part of it, but at the same time, that's, that's where you're at in today's time. At least it makes it out there, and it is legal, and the guys can get compensated. But I think it's enticing in recruiting. I think it's very dangerous in that way. But, I mean, you got to enforce the rules when they're when they're broken, and you got to handle that part of it. But I think it's here to stay. Now, how they modify it, they do in the future, whatever they do, but it's part of what we do, just like the transfer portal is. I mean, look at what's going on at Texas. The entire offensive line is going to make $50,000 a year each in NIL deals. I mean, it, it's gotten completely out of hand. And what, it ma- what matters is, is you can make money absolutely anywhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be at one of the top overall schools. Yeah, and, that, and like the thing with NIL and – you know, the whole reason that Deion Sanders and Jackson State are involved in this is because he has a partnership with Barstool Sports. And with Hunter, it was rumored that, you know, he's going to sign a million-dollar NIL deal with Barstool to be a Barstool athlete when he gets to Jackson State. Now, is that illegal? Is there a slippery slope? I mean, every state's NIL rules will be different. So you have to, I guess, look into see what Mississippi's um, would be. The, because they're, like, in Mississippi right now, their NIL state law prohibits a school or a third-party licensee from offering an athlete compensation or any NILD as part of an inducement to get the athlete to commit to the school. So you've got to wonder, because every state's different, that's why this whole thing is, is still kind of a giant cluster, because there's no real legislation on it just yet. We knew that the first couple years, especially the first year of NIL, would, would contain issues like this. But because it's on a state-by-state basis – is this something that if somebody really wants to fight this or pursue like, okay, they did something wrong, they broke rules, you know, where do you take that to? And can you prove that that was the reason that he inevitably flipped his commitment from Florida state to go to Jackson state? Well, here's Dion on landing Travis Hunter this morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. We ain't got no money. We ain't got no money. A a million and a half. I heard a million and a half. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. You know what that is? That means we kicked your butt. We took what was ours. And now you got to make up an excuse why. Ooh. Ain't nobody got no a million and a half. I would pay my son a million and a half. And I, I'm going to coach a guy that's making more than me. <laughs> Listen, I, I get it. But these deals are influencing everything. And I, I don't think enough attention has been paid, Courtney, to Quinn Ewers, who is the quarterback from the state of Texas, where – NIL was illegal, and he left high school early. He was done scholastically and signed at Ohio State back in the summer and went up there for the very reason of gaining some money from an NIL deal. And four months later, he has ended up transferring back to the University of Texas. So whatever money he made 
He just used Ohio State for for about four months and then got the hell out of there. I mean, that's amazing to me. I mean, the transfer portal's one thing. That's four months. I'll take the cash, and I'm out. He cashed in while doing literally nothing. I mean, bravo. I wish I could pull off a hustle like that. That's incredible. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, but you're running the scout team. I, I can't get over how things are going to seismically change so very quickly, and we are already seeing it. No, I mean, it just kind of feels like this was the tip of the iceberg, and I used to cover recruiting. I can't imagine having to cover it now where NIL deals are 100% factored in for the top, you know, a lot of the people that we have in our ESPN 300, those top recruits are all having to consider NIL deals, where they can potentially make the most money before they even play it down to college football, before they even practice. Isn't that wild? It is It is absolutely crazy, but it is going to massively influence every single high-profile recruit across college football. And we saw it happen already, and it's only going to get to be even more. It's not that NIL is a bad thing, but it's going to play entirely too much of a role. ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast.